Blessed weekends sa inyong lahat, mga kaibigan, mga kapatiran. Welcome sa ating God's Word for Today devotional in this beautiful Saturday morning. And we will continue sa ating pangangaral sa salita ng Painoon in the book of Acts. And this time, I will read Acts chapter 8 verses 32 up to verse 40. So let me read this sa ating English Standard Version Bible. Now the passage of the scripture that he was reading was this. Like a ship, he was led to the slaughter, and like a lamb, before its shearer is silent. So he opens not his mouth. In his humiliation, justice was denied him, who can describe his generation. For his life is taken away from the earth. And the eunuch said to Philip, about whom I ask you, does the prophet say this about himself or about someone else? Then Philip opened his mouth and beginning with this scripture, he told him the good news about Jesus. And as they were going along the road, they came to some water and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What prevents me from being baptized? And he commanded the chariot to stop and they both went down into the water. Philip and the eunuch and he baptized him. And when they came out up of the water, The Spirit of the Lord carried Philip away, and the eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. But Philip found himself at Azutus, and as he passed through it, he preached the gospel to all the towns until he came to Caesarea. And when they came up out of the water, yeah, so um, this is the scripture that we are going to learn today. And This is the second time we see that believers were baptized in the book of Acts, especially when we know in Acts chapter 1 or Acts chapter 8 verse 1 and that they, that they experienced persecution and they were scattered already in the neighboring towns of Samaria and outside of Jerusalem. So, This is the continuation of our story when Philip was led by the Lord or by the Spirit to meet this Ethiopian eunuch who was in his chariot and he was going to Utopia, uh, coming from, the, from Jerusalem because he attended the feast. So he was reading the book of Isaiah. And this part was not able to understand This verses in Isaiah 53, verse 7 and 8 that was quoted by, or that was read by the eunuch, was about the suffering servant. The Messiah was a suffering Messiah. So he, he, he read this, that the Messiah will be a suffering servant, like a silent lamb being led by others. And for him, there was a little confusion or difficulty here because Jesus, if he was really the Messiah, 
when he was on trial, he speak to his accusers and to Pilate. He was very bold in proclaiming the truth, but he did not defend himself. So he was a little bit confused. Why is it that Jesus was so adamant and very strong in his conviction against our rebuking the religious leaders, but he did not defend himself and he was accusedly, um, he was accused wrongly when he was accused of being um, a sinner, blasphemous, even then when he has the opportunity to defend for himself. The last part of what the, what the eunuch had read about um, the Messiah and that is quoted here from Isaiah 53 verse 8, which is particularly which read this way. And as for his generation, who considered that he was cut off out of the land of the living, the literal transliteration is, and his generation who considers for this line. It means that the people of Jesus' time and place didn't care that he was wrongly convicted, tortured, and executed. This was clearly seen by how easily the priests had convinced the people to demand Jesus' death. Remember that at one moment in their lives, they said, this is our king. But at another moment, every one of them said, crucify him. This was the fulfillment of this prophecy by Isaiah. So Philip explained to him all this, beginning from this line in Isaiah, and he expounded that Jesus is the one who was crucified in order for the salvation of mankind. Let us take note that although the eunuch was reading the scriptures, he was not able to understand until Philip explained to him. And definitely, it was the spirit who led Philip here was also the one who was illuminating or he shed light or he gave understanding to Philip who was able to explain and able also to declare all this truth. And even to the eunuch also was able to grasp all the truth. Because the state of a person, apart from the spirit's illumination or understanding, he will not be able to understand the word of God. Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 2, verse 10 to 11. For the spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For who knows a person's thoughts except the spirit of that person? which is in him, so also no one comprehends the thoughts of God except the Spirit of God. So even when a person will read the Bible over and over again, it is just like a piece of literature or a novel or a simple story or maybe like a newspaper to them. If not for the Holy Spirit, will open their minds and their eyes in order for them to understand the deep things of God. Let us remember that the God was the world, this world may blind or have blinded the minds of people so that they will not understand the truth. So it was the Holy Spirit 
definitely who opened the eyes of both Philip and the eunuch so that they were able to understand the scriptures for Philip to explain it for you know for the eunuch in order to understand this part of the scripture relating being related to to the Lord Jesus Christ was the fulfillment of this prophecy. So as soon as the Pharisee heard the truth, he believed. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, Romans 10, 17. Unlike the Pharisees, the priests and the scribes who were so familiar of the Old Testament, they rejected or resisted the Lord Jesus Christ and even for resisted the truth. This utopian, you know, unlike from them, he immediately accepted the fulfillment of Isaiah's prophecy and even embraced Christ Jesus as his Savior. So he did not miss the opportunity to express his faith in Christ. In what way? Because he desired to be baptized. When he saw water, when he, they were riding the chariots along the road, when he saw that there was water at the side, he asked Philip, what prevented me to be baptized? Perhaps he was at Jerusalem and had witnessed the baptism of the 3,000 who first embraced and believed the gospel during the time of the Pentecost. We don't know, but perhaps he was there. So his conversion was proven real by his desire of baptism, even for being baptized, because baptism is a testimony that we identify to Christ's death and resurrection. So he was baptized and even rejoicing that he had trusted and was able to express it through baptism. Nowadays, we don't practice this usually that if a person believe and we baptize them right away for the simple reason that they need to be clear about their conversion. Let us remember today that there are so many people today who claim that they believe on Jesus Christ, but their understanding and their belief might be just a sort of being emotional and they're not so clear. So believers' baptism, just like what this eunuch had experienced, means that they must understand the gospel, they must hear it and understand it clearly and they believe. And there must be a way of knowing that they are real. At least we don't, um, we don't um, take uh, this haphazardly and casually that Anybody who would just say that I, I believe in Jesus and that we'll take it, that it's always real at me. Because some people might have been just emotional. So there is wisdom in observing whether there, there is a fruit of repentance. But there is also, um, there, is, there is no point also delaying if they are very clear of their conversion. So if you are watching our video today and then you're clear of your salvation, you've trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior without any doubt at all, and yet you are not yet baptized. You need to be baptized. 
there's there's no point of delaying if you are clear of your salvation because that should be the expression of your true conversion. And like the eunuch, I hope that you are going you are going to obey this ordinance or the sacrament because you want to prove to the world that you are real, that you are a true believer of the Lord Jesus Christ. And you are happy to do it, just like the eunuch. He went away rejoicing. There was no other opportunity for him to be baptized. But uh, at, this, at this point in time, he was leaving Jerusalem, leaving back to Utopia. And this was his only opportunity to express his faith to baptism. So this is what we call as the believer's baptism. One must believe first and be clear of his salvation in the Lord. And then he will be baptized. I hope this uh, help us this morning to understand that there's no other way or there's no um, point or, or there's no reason for us to delay if we have trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as our personal Lord and Savior to delay baptism. Yet, we must be cautious. Even for us parents, you might you might desire your children to be baptized, but be careful that you are not forcing them, you are not manipulating them so that they will be baptized. Otherwise, their baptism has no bearing at all. So let's pray that like um, what happened here in Acts chapter 8, the Holy Spirit will move in the hearts of people that they will believe on Jesus and then they will have the desire to express his true baptism. May God help us. Let us pray. Father, thank you for this story. Thank you for the Holy Spirit who led Philip to the eunuch and giving them understanding of the word so that this wonderful story of the eunuch being converted and being baptized as a testimony that he really believed. Lord, you are the same God who can convict hearts of people unto salvation. I pray, you, Father, that you do it, especially to our loved ones, to our children, and that we will see people who are converted into the Lord Jesus Christ and expressing this true baptism and living their, a life that is a testimony to the world. And thank you for your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Mm -hmm.